Hello, hello there. My name is Moira with my co-host Corey. Uh, we are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two ears. Are you a scroll, Corey? I am not. Am I a scroll? Are you? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, you don't I know? I don't think so. <laughs> Today uh, we are reviewing the Disney Plus, <laughs> the new Marvel Disney yes. Plus series, Secret Invasion. Uh, it's a long time coming. And as always, I'm with my co-host, Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. Um, we're going to get started yep. with Secret Invasion, but first I'm going to plug our YouTube channel, The Real yes. Show. Uh, the Real Show, two, Real with two E's. And... Now, um, we're on Spotify and, and Amazon and, and Apple Podcasts. Anybody get anyway, audio platforms? Audio platforms. We're there, web channel, audio platforms. A reference to that last week there. And uh, we don't have a TikTok, but maybe we might. We're not sure. But we are on Twitter yes. at The Real Show FM, so you can uh, follow us there. If we do have a TikTok, it will be... It will be that opening clip of me saying I yes. don't want a TikTok. We, we've discussed this. Yes. The Secret Invasion. Correct. Uh... Just came out not for just two weeks away as we're recording this um, on June twenty. So I got hiccups. June twenty first, twenty twenty three. It's got yep. a scroll, Corey. Yes, it is. I've got scroll hiccups. <laughs> non human behavior from Look, you. Exactly, non human behavior. When have I ever behaved like a human? Uh, June twenty first. That's I've got scroll all along from June twenty first, twenty twenty three. All these years. Exactly. Starring the man, the myth, the legend. Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. Not, I don't want to say friend of the show, because he's not a friend of the show. He's uh, one of our idols on this show, I'd say. One of our, like, Mount Rushmore of the real show. In our Mount Rushmore of the real show, I want to say that Samuel L. Jackson is there, Corey. Would Sorry, you say the same? Just, I would agree. Just a random side tangent. Uh, my phone has just asked me if I wanted to connect to the, uh, to a um, Wi-Fi, but not a normal one, not like being BT or Virgin or, or EE. It's going, do, you want to, do you want to connect to HP Print 7A LaserJet 1102? Wow. Not LaserJet 1102. That's very sci fi. No, I don't want to connect to a printer phone. But are you connecting to an alien spacecraft? You're about to say you connecting to a scroll. LaserJet. <laughs> yeah, a scroll. It's sitting there on his phone, like, and turn on Bluetooth. Would a scroll be able to use modern technology? I think so. Yeah. Talos can. Can they adapt, St- overcome, whatever the other one is? <laughs> survive. That's it. <laughs> it's uh, adapt, over- survive, overcome. Yeah. It's Bear Grylls doing the yeah. pointing. I know the meme. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury. He's returned from space. Obviously, spoilers. For t- yes. we're, we're two weeks in. For the so first two episodes. First two episodes. The third one is coming out yeah. tomorrow as we do this. Um, but we'll be, I think, a week, a couple of weeks behind when this comes out. Yes. So we're just... We are just doing the first two episodes. It's we know this is normal thing. for us, right? Yes. Despite the fact we didn't do it with She-Hulk, sorry. Well, we did the start, we didn't finish We did the first She-Hulk. episode, we never finished She-Hulk. No, maybe we won't finish if this Secret does anything, we'll, If this does anything, let us know. It's Strangely enough, another green... Uh, more green more green people. Small green man. More small green men. Scroll. <laughs> he wouldn't say scroll, he'd say something like scroll or scroll or something. Yeah, I don't know how Borat would say scroll. Borat would say scroll. She-Hulk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> She-Hulk um, is another green character. Samuel so, L. Jackson. Just... High five. High five. Sam Jackson. Oh, you're... Sizzly I... man. Sizzly man. <laughs> he is a sizzly man. <laughs> anytime... You know what? Anytime we can whack out a boy, it always... Sells. <laughs> Any excuse. Samuel L. Jackson is a very sizzly man. Yeah, he is. Because he's got an axe to grind. He's got a bone to pick. He's back he's got from... Like a... 
It's got a chip on his shoulder. Got a beard. It's got a big bushy oh beard. <laughs> he's got his shades on. <laughs> he's does. got his. He's got no eye patch. He's not wearing the eye no. anymore. He's got just a cool eye now. Yep. He's the director. He's not the director of Shield anymore. But he's been working with the Scrolls in space for years before returning to Earth. He's been away so long that he's worn out. He's, un- he's uncertain of his place in the world following the events of Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. The blip. Samuel L. Jackson said the series would delve deeper into Fury's past and future allowing people to explore something other than the badassery of Nick Fury. Yes. But even though we do get a bit of badass Nick Fury in this, I've you already, in the first couple episodes, yeah, you've got to. Um, this is the sins of Fury's past starting to haunt him once again. Yep. And he's got to protect the, he's got to protect the Earth. He's got to have powerful ramifications. Because he's the only one who can do it. He's the only hero yep. that can defend the Earth against the enemy. Who are the enemy? Scroll. The Scrolls. It's Gravik. <laughs> The leader of the scrolls. I love any time aliens own anything. They have to have just weird names. Alien names. That's right. Gravik is here. That's a he's, great job. It is. Um, he's the leader of the rebel, the scroll resistance. Yep. Uh, who have broken away from uh, Talos, who's the established leader of the scrolls, played by Ben Mendelsohn. Here we have um, Gravik, who's once a young scroll. His parents were killed, and during the events of Captain Marvel, I believe that's mentioned. That's um, when the Kree attacked. Okay. If you've seen Captain Marvel, you've seen Captain Marvel. Uh, a while ago. The scrolls were the enemy in Captain Marvel. They're it's been it's Marvel. been a little a little while. But it was revealed they were actually refugees as their planet Skrullos was destroyed. They were searching for a new home. Planet, to the planet tree. Skrullos. That's yes, it's called Skrullos. Okay. It is called Skrullos. Okay. That's right. I'm not mocking you. Up. Oh, you're mocking the person who came up with Skrullos. <laughs> the scrolls are from. Skrullos. Well, it depends which one came first. If it's Skrullos and... If it, is this oh, chicken and the egg discussion? We need, we need an alien from Skrullos. Yeah, Skrull, fine. Oh, for one, oh we've got Skrulls. Where do they come from? Skrullos. Sure. The, the, the Skrulls working for him all believe him to be this amazing leader. Yep. Right. It, they say um, all the Skrulls trust no one. They hate everyone. But he's, he needs the Skrulls to accomplish his goals. Gravik. Yep. He says... Um, he is... Uh, a very uh, dedicated leader. He yep. believes his he believes that his cause is right. And he wants to unite the scrolls as the new scroll general. Right. Also in this uh, series, we've got Emilia Clarke, who we read from Game of Thrones, uh, Daenerys Targaryen. She plays Gaia, who is Talos's daughter, aged up yep. after the blip. Talos's daughter. She's um, been a refugee with the scrolls. She's working with Gravik uh, since. Since Fury's not been able to deliver on the promise of finding them a new home, being in space and yep. whatnot, with all of his ship and whatever, a ship and his no shoes, he's come back to find that everyone, all the scrolls that liked him, now hate him. Yes. Now And then we have another uh, starring road. We have Drody is in this. Don Cheadle. Correct. Turns up as James Rhodes. He's not. He's in the US Air Force Colonel, and he's also a warm war machine. That's yes. right. Um, we are big fans. Yeah, big fans of the war machine. He's a politician, he's a, a military man. He's here trying to cover, he's not trying to cover up, but he's trying to make amends for Fury's uh, rogue actions here yep. in, in Secret Invasion. Because they find out at the start of the film that, uh, sorry, start of the film, start of the series. I would don't blame you for calling it a film because the first thing I notice is all these episodes one hour long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Good segue. Um, As opposed all to the normal half an hour. Half an hour or 45 minutes. Yes. This is all episodes are an hour long. Yes. So you sit sit you sit tight, folks. Yeah. Sit tight for big long hour storytelling. 
It's like watching a film every time you flipping finish an episode. Exactly yeah, right. Like, so How many episodes of this is it going to be? Um, Do we know that yet? Five, six. So you're essentially getting about two or three films in there. Yeah, effectively. Well, no, probably about three films. So. Depend, yeah, depend on who the director is. You got a three-hour film, you know, talking yeah. about Peter Jackson, you know, you got two big, long films. Or, yeah. Or, th- or th- three two-hour films. Yeah. The first episode, Resurrection, nice. uh, brings um, Everett K. Ross, played by Martin Freeman. Correct. We're a fan of, we're, we're, we're fans of him. Exactly. Um, he kills Agent Prescott, who's a, who's a, uh, you know, a bit of a kooky, kooky theorist, conspiracy theorist. He believes that the scrolls are infiltrating. They're trying to cr- masquerade these terrorist attacks as being done by humans, but really they're done by scrolls. Yeah. But then we find out that Everett K. Ross is a scroll. But he's not a scroll. But there's a real Ross. Yeah. Ross hasn't been a scroll this whole time. Yeah. Or Ross was a scroll this whole time. I don't know. Or this someone was just taking the form of Ross. We'll find out. Hopefully. Presumably. Through the series. I guess. Through the four more episodes that we have. So there was a real... That's the thing with scrolls. We never know whether the real person yeah. was a scroll and just assume that form. Yeah. It's like, it's like at what point... It's like you know, are all the other ones in the in the films before just normal? Or oh, were they all scrolls? Or were they all scrolls? Or like, or, it, or maybe maybe that part here is normal, and all this film, no, that's just that's exactly. It's know. like um, a Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Nick Fury is Talos. Yes. The whole time. We will have to. We did so we don't know how many other films. Yeah. If Nick Fury was out searching for in space, how many other films Nick Fury has been Talos? Yeah. We're not sure. Well, we'll find out. So that's again. Was Everett K. Ross this whole time a scroll, or was he just Everett K. Ross and that scroll was just impersonating him? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We'll find out. But Talos um, pursues Everett Ross and ends up, you know, putting a bullet in him. Yep. And in here comes Maria Hill and finds. Hold on, wait. This guy's a scroll. Uh, Talos is there. Yeah, he's a, he's a scroll. It's Ben Mendelsohn. I'm a big fan of Ben Mendelsohn. You'll know him from. Uh, uh, Rogue One. Yep. That's big uh, director Krennic in Rogue One. And uh, he was in, what was it called? Ready Player One, the sort of book adaptation. He played the villain in there. Not as well. seen that. Aren't they making a sequel to it? Um, I think they are. Or it's do, or have Steven they Spielberg. A, or have they made a sequel to it? I don't think they made a sequel to it. Oh, okay. I know the book was good. I know the book does have, does have a sequel. Yeah. That people don't like. Um, <laughs> Maria Hill calls up Fury. Yep. Who uh, returns to Earth. He learns that Talos has been exiled from the from the famed Scroll Council and has been replaced by Gravik, who was the Rebels' leader. Uh, Fury is then kidnapped by MI6 agents working for Sonya Falsworth, no. as everyone else knows her, Olivia Coleman. Yes. Because you've got Olivia Coleman, you're going to use Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Oscar-winning Olivia Coleman. That's on her business yes. card. It says Oscar-winner Olivia Coleman. And, you know, I, I remember when it used to be in Peep Show. <laughs> Humble beginnings. Yeah. She, but she refuses to to work with Fury to stop Gravik. Yep. Uh, next, but Fury uses a little earpiece, little bug, to spy on her in her office, and finds out that um, they locate a man that's provided a dirty bomb to the rebels, a, ter- a terrorist bomb. So they realise that one of the rebels is the Talos' daughter, Gra- Talos's daughter Gaia. Yep. Who's been working for Gravik? Gaia, Gravik, similar names. And who was aware, unaware that her mother, Soren, was died, killed by the rebels. She appears in episode two. And Talos' wife. 
And Gaia reveals that they had, they plan to attack. I'm not going to try and not gonna butcher this, but Vosyendilini Square yep. on Unity Day in Russia. Correct. So they're going to blow it up and they're going to blame it on the Americans from this terrorist group. Also, random thing. Uh, I'm doing the usual. Mm. I'm scrolling through trivia. Now, you've just mentioned. Um, okay. It's time for some scroll trivia with Corey. Yeah, well, you, you just mentioned you were, you were going for the cast and you, you mentioned, oh, Ben Mendelsohn. You'll know Ben Mendelsohn from Rogue One. So I'm going through trivia. Right at the bottom of it, I'll, I'll get to some actual interesting trivia in a minute. I'm just going to call out Andy Boo for a second. Uh, <clears throat> it says, both Samuel Jackson and Amelia Clark have appeared in Star Wars. doesn't mention the fact that Ben Mendelsohn has also oh, appeared in Star no. Wars. Because it goes, oh, yeah, Samuel Jackson, episode one to three. Yep. And Amelia Clark in Solo, a Star Wars story. Ben Mendelsohn's in Rogue One. What the heck? What the heck, IMDb? <laughs> Give Ben Mendelsohn his damn stripes. He was in Rogue One. He was the main villain yep. in a Star Wars film. Yeah. Oh, we could have argued it was also Darth Vader and Tarkin, but Krennic was the main yes. Krennic was the original villain yes. of Rogue One. Um, to go to some actual trivia... Uh, apparently, according to someone Jackson, they had issues with people flying drones right. overhead. Didn't they so shoot them down? One got shot Isn't that down. The story. Didn't they shoot one of them down? Apparently, one got shot down, and one they followed it back to the guy, and they found him oh. who was flying it. Uh, also, I'm assuming we're going to get on this topic anyway. This is a topic that is massive in the uh, yeah, film we will de- currently. I know what you're going to say. We'll get onto it. Yep. Don't mention it now. Oh, we will get onto yep. it. <laughs> That's All gonna, in good time, Corey. That's going to be a conversation All in good that time. brought up. Yeah, it will be. Uh, other than that, not really much else to do with uh, Other than that, it's something okay. where people have made other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, at the end of the episode, yeah. there's a big fight... Uh, Fury, Hill, and Talos are all separated. They fail to intercept the bomb, but the bomb goes off. In the fighting, Gravik uh, disguises himself as Nick Fury, yep. as a scroll that can turn into Nick Fury, look like him, and then shoots and kills Maria Hill. Yep. So that is our big cliffhanger for the ep- ending of episode one. Uh, that Maria Hill has been killed off. Correct. Uh, legacy Marvel character, RIP, obviously, Maria Hill, from, from the Avengers, from Avengers, the first Avengers. Yep. All the way through, Age of Ultron, um, Captain America: Civil War, uh, all those other amazing Marvel films that she's appeared in. I'm trying to think of some. Maybe I think she was in Iron Man or maybe Iron Man Three. Possibly, I've not really seen the um, Iron Man films, to be honest. Uh, but still, uh, M- Marie Hill, great character. Yep. Thank you, Cobby Smulders, for providing Marie Hill to us for all those years. Correct. God's Godspeed. God bless. What do you think of the the dramatic death of Maria Hill in this? I'm going to give Nick Fury some stakes. Yeah, exactly. I like it when, especially if there's a character that's been there for... Because every now and then, if you've got a character that's been around for ages and ages, sometimes you, you think, okay, we're really just going to stick around. Yeah, that'll be so fun. I, so I like it when they kind of go, nope, gone. Yeah. And it also, it's the first episode. First episode hits you Going to hook, hook people in, set the yeah. tone. You know, I love, I love stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. Um... I'm one of those people where if you like, I hate I don't hate happy endings, but you need some kind of like drama. Like if you've got a main character and you've got a best friend, that best friend kind of has to get killed yeah. off because you need something. So I love it when like long characters or whatever just go. It's mm. great, um, but no, it's really good. It sets you when it sets the tone properly. Also, if anyone going to want to keep watching, is anyone else going to you know go? Mm. I hope they don't do a thing where they're like, it's she's back. Yeah, don't do that. She was a scroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They could. <laughs> they might bring her back, but have someone be a scroll as her. Would yeah, be a way to do it. But that would be good. It might affect people mentally as well because yeah. they're thinking we're well, not alive anymore. But you're imitating someone like you know. We see I at knew. the end of the second episode that Fu- Fu- Nick Fury's wife, yep, Priscilla, is a scroll. Yep, and he doesn't know it. Nope. 
this is the thing. It, the the thing that we always do when we talk about the first episodes is when it, when we ever recover like the first episode or the first two or three, however many there is when it starts off. The main question is what we always have is one: Does it want, want to make you watch more? And mm. two: Does it interest you in the series in general? And overall, I would say the first three episodes do that mm. pretty well, at least to an extent. Because see that as they flee Russia, yep. um, Fury talks to Talos, and Talos reveals that there's a million scrolls yep. here on Earth from their from Skrullos. And the angry Fury gets mad. He says, "They they play that game. Can you tell me a truth or whatever?" Yeah, he knows when he's lying. Um, but Fury is good at spotting a lie. You can spot a lie. You can spot a scroll. Yep. Except when it's his wife. Yes. And uh, Fury continues alone to meet with Hill's mother as the U.S. is bringing um, Maria Hill's body back. So um, Gravik meets with the Scroll Council and gains majority support from. Um, the scrolls were high up in government, so that's like news anchors, media personnel, uh, the U the UK Prime Minister, our own yep. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is a scroll. That's not going to date us. No, um, definitely not. Our own UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is a scroll. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, wait, no, because a scroll would actually make intelligent decisions. Yeah. Oh. I also don't think a scroll. <laughs> Don't think a scroll will go to Pepper Pig World either. No. <laughs> getting a bit political. Getting a bit political. We're on the hot button issues, Corey. Wow. We're on the hot button issues. Yep. No, a scroll would follow the COVID guidelines. <laughs> Obviously, a scroll will go to Legoland instead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A you know, will go to Bob the Builder, whatever. Is that, is that in Legoland? Is that the Bob the Builder place somewhere? But I can't remember where it is. <laughs> Bob the Builder place. He's got his own little, like. What, li- Boris Johnson? No, oh. there's like a, a little theme park that has like a Bob Builder section, but okay. I can't remember if that's in like Legoland or somewhere else. Bob Builder Park, I can't remember Googling this now. To lead the scrolls in a new world, they elect him a scroll general. Yep. No, not, not a game. One of the dissenting council women sent Talos a message. Oh, here, oh here we go again. <laughs> to meet with. Um, Your scroll's coming out, Murray. Put it back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Gravik has to meet with Talos. Yep. Fury meets James Rhodes in the bar and Rhodes says, I'm going to discharge you, Fury. You're off the team. We're going to handle this. And Fury's like, you don't know about all, the, all these, you know, all these scrolls that are coming into Earth. There's a million of them. There could be anyone. There could be anywhere. Yeah. It could be your security guard. It could be you. It could be me. He could even be... That's a yeah. TF2 reference. Yes, there, it is. Don't know that. Maybe we need to make that, you know. <laughs> Who could be a scroll? He could be you. He could be me. He could even be... And then you know, and he gets shot. Yeah. The then James Rhodes says, "Well, you're off the squad. There's no, there's no time for you now." And then uh, Sonia, so I'm gonna just call her Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman comes in and interrogates an imprisoned rebel who is a scroll yep. uh, called Brogan, who reveals that Gravik's building a machine capable of strengthening the scrolls with superpowers. Nice. Now we still create the super scroll. Yes. Now we see these powers yep. because we see. Bits of the Frost Giant. We see bits of Groot. We see bits of um, uh, the Extremist Serum from Iron Man 3, which is a yep. super soldier serum. And we also see the Hand of Carl Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember in Infinity War, Carl Obsidian was the large um, child of Thanos, the sort of big alien guy, rock alien guy. Yes, yes. Who had right. his hand cut off by Iron, by Wong. Yep. And they've got his hand and they've got um, his powers as well. Yes. So he's trying to make super scrolls. 
Guy discovers that they're experimenting with foreign DNA, super-powered DNA, yep. to create super scrolls. Correct. And then accompanies Gravik uh, to kill Brogan. So basically, you know, he's a, he's a whistleblower. Yep. Get rid of him. And then Fury comes home to his wife, Priscilla, who is a scroll. Are you yes. a scroll, Corey? No, we've been through this already. Okay, good. <laughs> this, this was the second episode, Promises, and then we have a few other episodes to go, four other episodes to go. Yep. This next episode is airing on July 5th, which is tomorrow. Correct. Uh, will you be watching it tomorrow? I will be. Nice. Will you? Probably. Or maybe you'll catch up later. That's, that's what you tend to do when you're watching yeah, but, it. Yeah, but there's an hour-long episode. So I can't really do that. of like okay, okay. five hours worth of stuff. Sure. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. And yeah. The ele- Sorry. The elephant in the room <laughs> is... Yes. Let me talk to you. The elephant in the room... <laughs> yeah. Is the opening credits of Secret Invasion. Yeah. We both know where this is going. Yeah, this is... Um, um... People quickly realised when Secret Invasion came out that the opening credits of Marvel Secret Invasion yeah. is our AI art. Correct. Now, have you done any research on this, Corey? I've not necessarily... What, as in this specifically? Where it came from, yes. No. Where it came from... AI in general, yes. But this specifically, no. Right, I suggest you have okay. a look while I talk a bit. Okay, let me Google it right uh, now. Yeah. Find out what studio, what was used, and let's talk about kind of... First of all, let's talk about how the credits look. Yep. Now, when I first watched this, I watched it with someone who who doesn't have Twitter. Okay. Just, just someone who, who, you know, just sits down and watches television series with me. Yep. Thanks, Mum. Shout out to you. Now, she had no idea. And when I quizzed her about this... He just said he thought it was, you know, weird Marvel fair, like, you know, weird Marvel fair artwork, you know, sci-fi meant to look a bit creepy and a bit weird, like scrolls. And I was like, okay, fair enough. But what if I told you, this is my Morpheus moment, what if I told you if it was really AI art, art created by a computer to look like or resemble actual art? And now now on the second episode, she watched it and leaned over and told me that she felt a bit off watching the credits. Yeah, because she knew it wasn't real a real person that's made that. Um, and I agree. I think for a, for a time I was like, well, it's you know, it's a creative output and it's something that you know, blah, blah. but now I'm like, no, I don't like it. I yeah. really don't. So sure, it's capable of making quite good looking images, yep. but that's like the point. I'll let you... You know far more about art than I do, Corey. I'll let yeah. you talk about it for a bit. So, I'm currently looking it up, trying to figure out whatever. Um, so, the producer, as I'm trying to figure out... And now, currently, this is um, Tomorrow's World so Today. Thank you for this article. Um, Ali Salim, I'm assuming how it's pronounced, who is the producer, director and executive producer of the series, uh, he says that they reached out to AI vendors... So I don't know if specifically we know who it was or whatever that they used. If it was whatever AI art. Chat thing. GPT. There's loads of like. Did it. Yeah. Um, his reasoning is because they're aliens, AI technology would like fit the theme. It was not called alien intelligence. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Isn't it? Like, oh, it'll fit the theme and it'll make it look weird and whatever. But I. Yeah, but an artist can do that. Yes, they can. To- <laughs> you go up to an artist who does that kind of thing, but it's less expensive, and say, and it's hey, quicker. Art- <laughs> hey, artist, can you do some weird kind of scroll things? We've got some concept art here. Could yep. you? Or got some ideas? Mm-hmm. Would you like to do? You know, here's a f- money. I mean, here's the thing. 
in in Mickey Mouse condones AI art yeah. in our industry, not radio, but in film. Okay. So it's not radio. I don't think we've quite reached a point yet where we've fake voices good enough to mimic us. Okay. Our, our silky tones. Obviously. Okay, yes. Um, but in film, like obviously you, you write scripts. Which is also I think because um, I I know a couple of people that write books and they're like editors for books and a lot of people are going oh, I don't need an editor anymore because I've got AI. There's a whole thing of like self-published people using things like ChatGPT to write a whole novel and just slapping it on Amazon and going there's my book and that's it. An AI cover, AI art cover. Yep. And like the whole book is like AI written and it's like here's like I'm telling it what I want a fantasy yeah, but- thing and. Yeah, but Done. is it like Harry Potter and the web full of spiders or whatever it's, it's called? It's awful. A pile of ash. It's awful. Where it's like Harry takes his eyes and throws them into the woods. Yeah, it's it's bad. And and Ron says, you aren't good at dancing and, yeah. I, and I drowns in barbecue yeah. sauce or something. I mean, like self-published stuff is hard hard to find good stuff anyway, just because of like, how easy it is. But now with this, it's even worse. The issue is, we always say I stuff. Other than the obvious fact of you're taking things away from people that also like worked ages and ages to actually get good at something. Like if you're an artist and you're digital or if you're traditional and paint, the years of what you're doing, even if it's like art school and you learn like the theory and like colour theory or how to, I don't know, use acrylic versus oil or whatever. Um, but years and years of stuff and you go... I'm going to use an AI thing to do it. I don't... I think sometimes AI can be useful. This is not a good instinct of that. I think if you were going to do like... Let's say someone did work on After Effects and it needed touching up a bit, AI is probably useful for that. Because if it's like a quick fix and you can fix it quickly, there's still a guy like clicking a button. You know how like um, if you try and mask something, you can tell Premiere to like... It's almost like Photoshop. where like, I want to get rid of this man who's in this picture, I don't want him. And Photoshop goes, and like, just fills him over. That, great, because there's sort of guy behind that button who's clicking it and doing it, cool. But where you're actually fully replacing someone, because it's going to get to a point where people go, do we need script writers anymore? Because we can get them written ourselves by chat GPT or whatever it is. Do we Do we need artists yeah exactly anymore Corey's entire point I'm going to thank you very much for talking about that Corey it's like if a whole again like Loving Vincent I spoke about this before on the, on the thing I love that film it was made by artists to mm. replicate Vincent Van Gogh they could have done that but all with AI if it made it now and it would have looked awful it would have typed wouldn't, something wouldn't into it looks like Vincent Van Gogh yeah you pretty know. much I was look. right this might be a slight tangent but, but I'm going to try not to uh, two things yep. first thing um, Christopher Walken stay with me here Christopher Walken has this been cast... needs more cowbell. Uh, no. Christopher Walken has been recently cast in Dune Part 2. Okay. Another sci-fi... Da, da, da. Yep. Uh, loose connection, but it's going to serve this. Okay. It's Dune Part 2 as Emperor Shaddam the Fourth of House Carino, sure. the Emperor of the Known Universe. Mm-hmm. And before he was cast, several images came up saying, oh, new photos, Christopher Walken as Emperor Shaddam the Fourth of House Carino. I'm thinking, yep. oh... This will be cool. I hope it got a good typey doom costume. Click on this. AIR. Yeah. Pictures of him, like, in purple and gold and kind of, you know, effectively taking dune costumes and photoshopping a sort of mash, meshed up Christopher Walken head onto them. I'm thinking, oh, crap, not yep. this, you know. Um, disappointing. Yes. Very much uh, so. Also, to point this out, someone mentioned as well 
But currently in America, we don't have this in the UK, but uh, writers are on strike currently. And yes, kind of WGA strikes. So it was like a bit of a slap in the face yeah. of, right, okay, we're now going to do AI stuff. Here's a creative field and we're going to fill it with yeah. AI to show you why you should be striking. Yeah, which is great. Thank you, Marvel, for this. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Is it a cool concept? Potentially, yes. but Potentially, it, no. Yeah, exactly. It, it shouldn't become, we don't need people anymore because we can do it this way. Yeah. Enhance, not replace. Yes. Is a good line. Yeah. Enhance, not replace. Like, like, like the thing you said with editing. Your example for touching up. Your example for like. I keep getting on YouTube ads for Google phones, and we talked about this beforehand because you always say you always get ads for dating websites. Yes. Which is indicative of something. Like, but I always get ads for by Vita breakfast biscuits yep. and Google phones. Because Google is owned by YouTube and Dada. Yes. Anyway, or YouTube owns Google. Sorry. And by Visa because they're tasty. Google owns YouTube. Yeah, by Visa because they're tasty. Um, but I always get ads for Google phones. Yep. And always, apart from the fact that Michael Dapper appears in them for some weird reason, um, that they have like a magic eraser, which you refer to. Yes. Where you can take a person in a picture if they're not supposed to be in there, like yep. if they're a fo- not if they're a photo bomber, but if they're in the background and you want it to be clear yep. behind, you can click a button and gets rid of them, yep. magically covers them with the background, right? Pretty good. Good use of air technology. Yep. This, bad use of air technology. Yeah. It's like good idea, bad idea. The the thing that as well, that as much as you can try, you you cannot get rid of, like, the, the, like if it's a writer, if it's an artist, everyone has their own you unique can tell. way. You can always tell. It's, yes, is what I mean. Because AI has always things that they always slip up on. Yep. It's, like, it's, like, it's like if you're a writer and you're like either Neil Gaiman or Tolkien or anyone... Um, C.S. Lewis, you cannot imitate that style. No way. People's hands. Yeah. AI has trouble with hands and feet. Yeah. You can tell because when you look at pictures of like, even pictures of like, if you search like woman in a red dress or yep. something, for example, which is a character from The Matrix, which is strangely apt, yep. but it's just the first thing I thought of. If you if you, if you search on, on AI or whatever, woman in a red dress, you will find often that the hands and the feet will be very messed up because yeah. it can't seem to grasp this, yep. which is very, again, very telling. It can't seem to grasp the appendages we use of which to create the, yeah. the art and the scripts and whatever you're writing, right? Yeah. And just to prove my point here, um, I'd you, like to you read Googled you... Something? No, I'd like okay. to read you an excerpt from Harry Potter and the portrait of, like a lo- of the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash, which is a chapter of an unofficial novel written by a predictive AI controlled by Botnik Studios and released on their website in 2018. Great. Chapter 13, The Handsome One. It's a lot of chapters, Jesus. The magically intensified wind blew against the Hogwarts castle ground while the black sky rained blood. Meanwhile, in Hagrid's hut, all that was audible was his furniture. Harry Potter thought magic was very good. Rain fell like leathery sheets on top of Harry's ghost as he walked the grounds. Harry came across Ron doing a frenzied tap dance, but once he saw Harry, he started eating Hermione's family. Sorry, all I'm imagining is the, he opens the door and Ron does like diddly. <laughs> Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as he was, okay. and he looked like a loud, slow, and soft bird to Harry. Okay. He did not like to think about birds. Okay. Ron spotted Death Eaters on the castle roof and was going to be spiders, but he was not proud of it, knowing that he'll be covered in them anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So that is the the depth yep. of even 2018. Um, known, 
known son of football magnate and owner of um, professional wrestling company Tony Khan has spoke about his use of chat GPT to try and write an episode of his Wednesday Night Dynamite yep. and how the show only had knowledge from up to 2021 yes so didn't know much about the current product yep. or, or no, knew nothing about the current product and tried to fill the show with too much uh, too much material yep uh, so there are there are flaws there are major there flaws there are major flaws currently if you're not confident in it don't do it yeah this is where the issue comes from because like if it's just people like um, us or whatever like normal people using chat GPT because everyone's like oh yeah if you like search AI images it'll find images and the more people use it the better it gets mm-hmm. whatever blah, blah 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 that's not that scary it's when you get Studios like Marvel that can put a lot of money into it mm. and make it better. That's when it goes. I can put, ah. put a lot of money into something like this. Yeah. And then have the gall yeah. to not get a real person when they yeah. when they're what a million billion dollar studio. I mean, also because like here's the thing: can't afford to hire an actual artist. We've spoken before about how we love practical effects. We do. And practical effects Dark died Crystal off. Crystal is my favorite yeah. film. Practical effects practically died off when like CGI was invented. Mm. This now feels like the next thing in that, where it's yeah. like, right, now we're going to get AI to do it instead, and it's just going to get even worse. And now art is going to die off. Yeah. Because this is my second point, apart from the point about Christopher Walken. Um, I do a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yep. That's well known. Um, I like to write my own Star Wars stories. I find them fun and mm-hmm. enjoyable. And I'm a big fan of the fandom and the nostalgia. I love you know references and stuff. And law, you know, I'm a big law. Yes, fan. big law fan. We had a discussion about two hours ago. We did. <laughs> Off um, I was looking for an image of um, some kind of stormtrooper class. I can't remember. I want yep. to know what it looked like. And when I when I searched this, um, it was actually a Nova Trooper, which is a type from Legends. But anyway, I was looking for images, and I found an image of a black stormtrooper that didn't look quite right. Kind of like yep. a shadow, kind of a little bit strange. And I thought, well, what's this? I looked. It was called like. What was the web? The website was it was it was AI art by the way is, yeah. the, is the tag to this, but it was like a website called Zero Images or something, and it was all AI art. And the look because when you look in Google, it it suggests to you pictures that are similar. So I just down this weird rabbit hole looking at these strange AI art things where I found they'd taken this face of this old Asian woman and plastered it on kind of weird images of kind of half shapen. Jedi figures in robes yeah. behind giant suns and giant... Nice. You know, clearly they've, clearly they've looked at Star Wars imagery. Yep. They've seen Luke Skywalker in front of the twin suns on Tatooine. Yep. And they've plastered it over everything. Yeah. Like, AI art AI knowledge is limited. How does it know what a scroll looks like? That yeah. was my mum's question. She asked me, well, how does AI know what a scroll looks like? Yeah, it's, this is a thing. In its basic format, it's a bit of fun, whatever, fine. But it's when you get big companies that can put a lot of money into it. It starts to get dangerous. That's when it gets scary. Um, Because also, like, you had... um, You had the... uh, What was it called? What's the uh, Spider-Verse film? Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. With so many different art styles. Exactly. And so much respect paid to the artists. And then it's like if Marvel in the granted and that's Sony, and if Sony can get it right, why can't you, Disney? Kind of. There apparently was a lot of controversy oh, wow. with that and the artists and them being overworked, but that's a different topic. Okay. For a different time. <laughs> um, but still, like you have that, and it's great. Even the because there was that whole story, like the um, I don't know how old he was, but there was a guy on Twitter who like posted like he did like a little fan Lego animation. Oh yeah. And then they hired him, mm. and they put him in the film. And he got to make a thing. And it's yeah, Lego Spider-Man is a character in the, in yeah. the film, yeah. 
Um, and it's like, great. Like, that's cool. You're doing this whole thing. Art styles are fantastic. You're making all these animators and different styles awesome. And then Marvel, like, here's an AI thing. And it's like, bugger off. <laughs> stop it. Slap on the wrist. Stop it. Just hire an artist. There'll be a surrealist artist that can do that way better than um, whatever AI thing they used. Just, I get it. It's a thing. You want to use it. We want to be the first people to put it in it, whatever. Oh, yeah. Fine. It's about groundbreaking this, groundbreaking yeah. that. Oh, we're breaking so much ground. We'll stop breaking it. Put yeah. the ground back together. <laughs> Jeez. It's, yeah. For now, it's not a big issue. But in like two, three, it four, five years. Because it drags this down. Yeah. It drags this series down. This series would be good. It would If it didn't have the AI art at all, it would be reviewed as a passable Marvel series yeah. with good stars. Samuel L. Jackson, Don Teal, Ben Mendelsohn, Olivia Colman, Amelia Clark. It would be Colby Smulders. It would be taken down as a good Marvel series with not much really to put on it. But now it's the, it's the Marvel series with the AI art. Yes. And that's what it will be known as. And that is a stamp on it. And that will, that will be a stamp on it forever. Whoever's made that choice is beyond idiotic. Yeah. I, I I really can't put it into words. Yeah, it's... I don't know. This is just one of those things where it's... Hopefully, with the backlash that this got... They won't do it again. Because also... They'll this, learn. this is the first thing I heard about Secret Invasion. I hope, yeah, me too. Was... Oh, it's got... It on Twitter on the front day. Yeah. A, a Secret Invasion uses AI art for the credit. I looked at the, the screenshots and I was like, yeah, completely. Yeah. And it's just... A, it just drags it down. Yeah. It really does. Um, but yeah, hopefully... It doesn't go any further. Shall we this. give Secret Invasion a rating? We can. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be the highest. Okay. Well, you go first. Uh, for the first two episodes combined... I think I'm going to give it about a six. The premiere, yeah. I was going to go it's for a not six or a great. seven. I'll go for a seven because you've given it a six. Yeah. It's not great. It has good moments, but overall it's, it's not I feel like it's... the the every Everyone here is good. Again, yeah. I'm not bashing none of the actors. Samuel L. Jackson, I love him. Ben Mendelsohn, I've got a crush on that man. <laughs> love him as well. Um, again, everyone else, Richard Dormer, Amelia Clark, Olivia Colman, Don Cheadle, great jobs. Uh... Um, Kingsley Benadir as well who does Gravic great job as well um, but I think I guess the IR tracks it down the tone of it especially knowing uh, what Marvel did and the story a fellow that stuff came out about the writers didn't even read the New Secret Invasion comics they weren't going yeah. through any of that kind of stuff and the source and they were just encouraged to kind of do their own thing with the story but have the comic elements in there like the Super Skrull and the whatnot. Yeah. so Fair enough. I'll give it a seven on it. Maybe it'll get better. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, like we say, we got about we got four more episodes to oh. go. One comes out tomorrow, so we'll see. And the weekly rep. This is your turn. It is. Now, one person I like in this film, um, is Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. I've called it a film again. You have it's episodes now along. <laughs> one thing I like because I'm recommending a film. Okay. Enough. I'm recommending Lost River. Have you heard of Lost River before? No. Okay. Enlighten me. Um, Lost River is a film... Persuade me to watch it. Directed by Ryan Gosling. Do you like Ryan Gosling? Uh, I like him as an actor. Okay, director, writer. <laughs> he plays... Um, and also, it, this stars one of your favourite people. Okay. Go on. Who do, you, who do you like? Who's your man? Who's my man? Yeah. But it's not Sam Jackson. No, not Sam Jackson. Rowan Atkinson? No. Uh, you'll get him, you'll get him. Will I? Yes, you will. Who's my man? That's not Ron Atkinson. It's not Sasha Baron Cohen. No. You love him. I love him. 
He wants some fish fingers and some custard. Oh, Matt Smith. Yes. Right. Matt Smith is in this. <laughs> okay, that's so fair. Is, um, say also Ronan, who's a great Irish actress. Yeah. What's it called again? Um, it's called Lost. It's called Lost River. Lost River. About Why? an hour thirty-five. Do I even recognise this watch. film? Good watch. You might. Lost it's River. Got kind of infamous imagery. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, Amazon Prime, free of charge. Mm. That's how I watch this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's quite cool. Very surrealist, very strange. That's quite I'm good. tempted yeah, like just that. to somewhat review it because it is good. Um, ben Mendelsohn is in this as well. Okay, um, I'm going to have to specify film. Because I'm getting Subnautica stuff. This is like a dark uh, fairy tale of love and family, the fight for survival. Yep. Um, I'm giving you the, the sort of storyline beats here. A single mother of two is lured in a macabre world in a quest to save her child at home and hold her family together. A teenage son discovers the mystery of Lost River, a town, an underwater town, yep. that triggers his curiosity, sets to a moment an unexpected journey that will test his limits and the limits of those he loves. And a bit of trivia as well, Matt Smith filmed his scenes during a breakaway from Doctor Who in 2005. Um, wait, 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 he filmed his scenes in a breakaway during 2005? Wait, hold on. Oh, no, so, sorry, wait. The trivia says Doctor Who 2005 because that's when the reboot started. Yes, I was going to say. Whenever he was the Doctor, was that... Well, this, well, on, this, this film came out in... 2014. Uh, this came out in 2014. So, so it must be around then. Yeah, 2014, sorry. I was going to say, 2005. It's me misreading the trivia line, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's also like, that's a long way to film a scene and to, like 10 years later the film comes out. <laughs> he had to shave his head for this role. Yes, I've seen that. And he wore a wig for the latest episode of Doctor Who. Nice. Which later on, if you noticed. Yeah, this is a this is a good film. I really like this film. I can't recommend it high enough. I'm gonna give it a nine. Ooh, that is very high. I'll give it a nine. Maybe an eight point five. But it's very I high. I want to say a nine. It only gets a five point seven on on IMDb. I was gonna say it Rotten Tomatoes got thirty percent. I and I had a very good time with how it's kind of like a thriller almost. It's kind of like a thriller psychological type thing. It's a fifteen. Um, it's only an hour and a half, and I had a good time. Um. I'm going to say, yeah, um, 8.5 to a 9. I'm going to maybe I'll bump it to an 8.5. But uh, I, uh, good film, I'm going to say. Just good, solid, uh, good, solid film. Interesting. Uh, for Lost River 2014, starring uh, Ben Mendelsohn, uh, Matt Smith, uh, Christina Hendricks, and Sjorsa Ronan. I'm skimming through the trailer currently. Okay, what do you think? Well, what have we got? What have we got? We've got uh, some pinks. There's a lot of pink and purple. A lot of pink. It's cutting to a very drab, kind of greeny. Is Ben Mendelssohn doing a dance? Almost Matrixy. There's a scene there. where Ben Mendelssohn does a does a does a dance in a room. What Alan Morbius? Ale- yeah, very Alan Morbius. <laughs> it's very Alan Morbius. <laughs> um, we've got a bit of talking. He's wearing Let a similar outfit as well. Is he? Mm. Uh, what else we got? Some water, bikes on fire, mm-hmm. uh, guy running. What else we got? More pink. Has Matt Smith shown up yet? He's right, right there, right now. He's okay. turning around dramatically. Nice, nice. Uh, someone's fixing a car. More pink. LED bikes. More pink. Someone's been stabbed. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, there is a guy that is dancing in it. He's dancing. Is that Ben Mendelsohn yep. doing a dance? Yeah. <laughs> Moving his arms about a bit. That's the one. That's the one. That's. Yep, there we go. And in theatres, April 10th, Lost Great. River. Wow. Give got, it a watch. It's even got the old Instagram logo. Give it a watch. Lost Lost River. Uh, I'm going to 8.5 out of 10 reels. 
Uh, we hope you enjoyed our review of Secret Invasion. Uh, we may we may review Lost River. We may even bring you the rest of Secret Invasion soon enough. True. Uh, thank you very much uh, for listening. It is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey.